0: Hello, world! Welcome back to Golf Subpar. Colt and Drew Stoltz, coming off the Zurich Classic down in Nolens. Sleeze, I'm over in Dallas, getting ready for a little charity event out here at Preston Trail. Uh, Bourbon Street got the best
1: of me, my man. It can happen. It can happen. Four nights down there, it's like I said. It's like it's like Vegas, dude. It's like one night, great. Two nights, also really fun. Three nights, starting to be an issue. Four nights, I got to get the fuck out of here. Just just too much of a good thing it's like a kid on halloween dude you like to eat candy but you get to eat candy strictly for four days in a row it's a problem but good to see you're still alive and taken and uh headed to the motherland
0: Yep, i gotta tee it up today out at preston trail for my man finn ewing's charity event so that should be very very interesting after my last several days but what a week down in new orleans man fun event the team event, are classic and Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay just put on an absolute clinic. I mean, I followed them the last two days. It was it was special, dude. Now, I mean, they were one of the favorites going in. No surprise they got the they, they hoisted the trophy at the end of the day.
1: I mean, it was like when we were doing our gambling last week. I'm going through there. I'm looking through. All right, who do I want to pick? This team, that team. I'm like, dude, there's a team of Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley. Like, how do you not pick them? It's like this is one of the ones. If you don't pick them, you're going to go back at the end of the week and be like, I'm so stupid. And then sure enough, they come out. 59 piece in the first round never look back i mean they just it got close i mean i thought it was going to be runaway dude going in the last round was like five shots they break this thing open there's only a couple teams even within shouting distance of them and sure enough it got close sam burns uh billy horschel in there but i mean they just don't mess up it's got two of the most solid players in the world who a love playing together love playing with each other and neither of them are bad at anything like i was thinking about it yesterday okay so Colt, they're now 2-0 and in the President's Cup down in Melbourne. They went 2-0 and at the Ryder Cup in alternate shot format, right, in the foursomes. They went they're went two. unbeaten. I was thinking about it in my head. I was like, if, if they were going to play somebody 10 times, who would you take? Any, any other two-man lineup, I don't care what country they're from, would you take over Cantley and Xander? I, and I couldn't really think of one. I mean, you can put some of the best guys in the world together, but I don't know that they have the, you know, the love for each other, like Xander and Cantley have. I think that's the best alternate shot team you can form in the world right now. And it's no surprise they've never lost and they just won this.
0: Well, their games are just so similar. I mean, they, they hit at the same distance, you know, all their strengths are the other person's strengths. It's, it's literally like the, watching the same person play. So they just go about and they just, I they, mean, they, like the, on Saturday when it was best ball, I, I started covering them on number eight. Neither of them missed a green the, the rest of the day. I was like, in this, in this format, like you've got to have give yourself a lot of chances. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, they were playing with Aaron Ryan, David Lipsky in the last group. And these guys, I mean, were putting for part, seemed like every hole. Someone would always miss the green. And these two guys, every single hole, they had two putts at Birdie. They just kept the pressure on the whole time. And then they had a little, they had a little hiccup in the alternate shot in the middle of the round where, when it got close for a second, but then they just they pulled away with just incredible golf. Um, like I said, no surprise, but this is big for Xander Schauffele in my in my opinion. He hadn't won on the PJ Tour in over twelve hundred days. You know, he's really struggled to close out tournaments, and it was starting to slip a little bit there on Sunday. And I think for him to get get across the finish line, I know it's a team event, but I think that was really really big for him.
1: Yeah, just winning in general, it ain't easy to do, and he's won. But they've been limited fields, or the handicapped start, or the thing like or the Olympics. You know, it hasn't been a tour event. I know that this is a two man team, but damn, just to get the Monkey off your back. 1,200 days is hard to believe for a guy like Xander Schott. When you watch him play each week, you're like, how does this guy go 1,200 days without winning a golf we, tournament on the PJ Tour? It's, it's hard to believe.
0: I mean, he did have eight runner-ups. Imagine. Yeah, he's not, he hasn't played
1: bad golf. He's been beating around the yeah. bush a little bit. and Talking about them being the same guy, did you see the clip of them walking off the green on Sunday where they were both walking off? They were walking like stride and stride. One foot was moving at the same time as the other. They both like, Twirled their putter, then they picked up their putter, and it was like the exact. It was like watching the same human. It was almost like creepy watching those two. It was like they are the same dude.
0: Yeah, they you know they spend a lot of time with each other. They go on vacations together. They room, you know, they get they rent houses together on the road. Um, The team's just it's 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 a no brainer. But I will tell you this: Saturday, so I I picked them up last group. We get we're on number eight, walking down the fairway, and I just I just give them a little nod, say hi. Uh, You know, I stay out of the way, and all of a sudden, hear Patrick go. Uh, so, Colt and Drew flew all the way to Jupiter and interviewed every golfer on my street except for me. <laughs> I'm like, I like, Patrick, you are welcome
1: anytime you want. We are happy to have you. He, Patrick, was here, he literally interviewed everyone on the street. We love you, dog. <laughs> we're, we'll come back. Invite us. That's it. We're just going to show up and knock on the door now, dude. Like, hey, dude, we're here for the interview. We're ready to go. Uh, but, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun.
0: I've, I've had enough New Orleans, though. I'm ready for a year break from there. Uh, I'm, I'm heading down to Mexico this week to cover that event, which we're going to get to here in a yeah, little. Yeah, Puerto bit.
1: Vallarta will be a nice little, <laughs> <laughs> nice little uh, <laughs> rehab. That's a good place to go just chill for a while. Oh my god, it's going to be crazy.
0: <sighs> but uh, hey, please, I think you need to tell the people about uh, our new sponsor, Tag Hoyer.
1: Dude, you got to know about Tag Hoyer. You got to bring your golf rounds to the next level. Passionate about golf. Tag Heuer is setting a new dimension in watchmaking through cutting-edge technology with the newly released Connected Caliber E4 Golf Edition. Swing detection and shot distance tracking, interactive maps, smart scorecard, the Tag Heuer Connected Caliber E4 is the high-performing companion to any golfer who wants to take their game to the next level. The Tag Heuer Connected Caliber E4, together with the Tag Heuer Golf app, is the ultimate companion for on and off the golf course, designed for performance, ready for everyday life. Is it tagheuer.com slash golf to learn more? Colt, from the golf course to the boardroom to the bar, Taghoyer, Ladies love it. Fellas love it. You're like James Bond, basically.
0: Styling. Styling. Mm-hmm. You, you be... know. I love it. Make sure you go get that Taghoyer watch. It's absolutely incredible. All right, and Our guest this week is an absolute beauty. Has become a basically a social media sensation over the last few years with his masters updates chris vernon does a radio show podcast out of memphis but has really gotten famous over the last couple years with what's going on at augusta (laughs) and it is absolutely incredible we had so much fun with him learning where this all came from and it's amazing how many people have caught on to this and they just love this guy
1: dude the players love it he's getting reached out you know by everybody i didn't know i'd never I didn't know who Chris Vernon was, rewind a handful of years ago. Then that came up, and it was like the only thing I heard about. People were saying, you know, it's going on at everywhere you went, and this thing has exploded. Now it's to the point where it's like two weeks leading up to the Masters. People are like, you know, anticipation for it. Like, yo, what's he going to do this year? He's got the little dancing animals in the back. Honestly, this is the biggest tip of the cap I can give. The first time I saw him do it, I was like, why didn't I think of that? How do I not, yeah. how have I not done that? This is brilliant. People are going to love it. It's funny. It makes golf fun. The He's added with the green jacket and the chains and the tattoos, which we'll, which we'll get into. But uh, this thing's a smash, I'm like, even the player, dude, like the players, how many times have you been around Tony Finau out here in Scott and someone says like, where are you being now? Or something like, you know, like yeah. if you're looking for his, like Tony Finau, where are you being now? Looking for his ball or whatever. It's like, it's just one of those things that sticks and he's done a hell of a job and He's an awesome dude. First time talking to him. He's 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 all time. All right.
0: Well, before we get to Chris Vernon, we are proud to announce Dewar's as the presenting sponsor of Subpar and the official Scotch whiskey of the 122nd U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. Discover Dewar's remarkable lineup of Scotch whiskeys, most notably their 12, 15 and 19 year old limited champions edition developed in partnership with the USGA. Dewar's is the perfect after-round indulgence, extraordinarily smooth yet complex. Enjoy Dewar's double aged scotch whiskeys any way you like, be it neat on the rocks in a whiskey highball with a twist or classic old-fashioned. And it's now time for the Dewar's Cheers of the Week. And I, I'm going to throw this out there for you, Sleaze. I'm going to go, this is a little, this is off the golf course. Okay. So yesterday I was on the broadcast. We get to the ninth hole, which is a very diabolical par three there in New Orleans. A lot of trouble can happen. And I actually just learned about this this morning. So I was saying, you know, like, this is one of those holes that Patrick Cantley and Xander Schoffle could really, really struggle. You can make a big number there. And I was like, and we saw it earlier in the day when Kevin Kisner and Scott Brown made an eight in the alternate shot format. So apparently the, the coverage was on in the locker room. Kis was already done. There was a bunch of people sitting around watching it. And I said that, and apparently he just goes, fuck you, Colt. And the whole place just starts dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we're allowed to use that for the cheers of the week. I just thought it was funny. (laughs) Hey, dipshit. I'm right here. I can hear you. (laughs) All right. Well, here's Chris Vernon on Golf Subpar.
1: Okay, folks, we got the biggest musical sensation out of Memphis since Elvis himself. He's triple platinum for his single What's Going On at Augusta. He also moonlights as a radio host with the Chris Vernon Show and hosts the NBA and NFL show podcast on The Ringer. Chris Vernon is with us. What's up, Chris?
2: Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm a huge fan of yours, so this is exciting. Oh,
1: we appreciate it. First off, got to give a shout out. If you're watching
0: on YouTube, you are definitely the best dressed with your Dallas Cowboy sweater on. Love that. I didn't know you were a (laughs) Cowboy fan.
2: I am a Cowboy fan. So my father, I grew up actually in New York, but my, my dad was born and raised in Tennessee. And, you know, I think that it's very common you'll find fans all over the country that are A lot of Cowboys fans, a lot of Steeler fans, a lot of Raider fans. Because when the NFL started to get good, if you were in a market where you didn't have football to watch, uh, you didn't have a home team, then that's what was on TV. Those were the teams that were good. And so my father was a – he was a Cowboys fan from like the 60s. You know, his favorite player was uh, Roger Stalback, and he loved Tom Landry. And so it's all I knew when I was growing up. Right. Like, and Mm -hmm. and obviously I I have a good relationship with my dad. I love my dad. So I liked it. I think you can go one way or the other. Right. You can either like resent it. then go the other way and root against whoever your dad likes, or you could just decide, Hey, I'm going to root with him. And still to this day, he's now retired. He lives a hundred yards from me. And me and now my son go down and watch games every weekend.
0: Well, it's been disappointing for a while. But, but
2: Yeah, but you could do it together. You're disappointed together. <laughs> true,
1: Misery loves company. That is for yeah. sure. But, yeah, you're in Memphis now. Give us the road of how you got there. I rattled off some of the shows that you're doing right now. You're yeah. a busy dude. But give us a little background. All our listeners are going to know you from what's going on at Augusta, which we're going to get to. But how would you right. get to the point where you are with radio and podcasts and all that?
2: Okay, so I'll try to do this quickly. I I went to college. My parents are both from a very small town of Tennessee named Henderson, Tennessee. They're both from there. And in the summers, I would go to, like, church camp or basketball camp. And and my my grandparents and my aunts and uncles were all there. There's a small Christian school there uh, named Freed Hardeman. And I went to school there. And then when I got out of college, Memphis was the closest big city to where I'd been. I'd done internships and whatnot throughout college. And I had also like called the basketball games and did had a TV show in college, all this stuff. I'd done a lot of media stuff and I just was going to go. I had a couple of buddies that were going to move to Memphis. And so I just moved there at the same time. I didn't know what I was going to do. I got a job at the local sports radio station. And then I worked in radio from then until I guess it was, I mean, pretty much on and off. I I did radio and then I actually left. I had gotten in trouble over something. I can't even remember now. <laughs> and I and and I left radio and I went and did stand-up comedy for like I don't know, six months, eight months, something like that. And then I came back to radio after that. And when I came back to radio, then I was pretty well in Memphis doing the Chris Varnen show. Until 2016 or 17, at that point, Bill Simmons is, was starting the ringer and I wanted and I was going to do pods for him. There was no way I was going to be able to do podcasts and uh, the radio show that I was doing because I was doing three hours a day. And so I ended up the Grizzlies were going to start their own media company called Grind City Media. And they were they're were willing to build us a studio with like cameras and everything and have the whole setup. And so me and the buddies I do a show with, we all just left packed up and went over there. And that way I was going to be able to do the ringer podcast. And I was going to be able to do, and that was at that time it was crazy, but now it doesn't seem crazy at all. Right. Uh, Because I just felt like at that time I had gotten in a fight with the radio station anyway. And it was, I'm like, yo, if they're finagling about paying me, this is the wrong business to be in because <laughs> I mean, we were number one for four straight years yeah. and they're busting my ass. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? The money ain't coming in. Right. Like, I mean, what's, what is going on? And obviously, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be a radio star in 10 years. So I tried to get to the internet quick.
0: Well, it's worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, it Bill Simmons, no. the ringer has just been a huge success. What's it like working alongside yep. Bill Simmons?
2: I love him. Um, You know, I actually met him years ago when he was he was on the countdown show on ABC for um, for the NBA and the Grizzlies made the Western Conference finals. And that's where I first met him. And we had stayed in touch. And in fact, oddly, Grantland, which was decided ESPN, had written about Masters updates that I did. And he's like, yo, if you ever do anything like this, you got to let me know. We'd love to put it on Grantland, whatever else. And so we kind of stayed in touch over the years. And then when he started up the ringer, you know, that's when he reached out to me about doing that. But he's uh, uh, he's been the best. He's been great. It
0: it sounds like NBA is your your big passion, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, you know, when I moved to Memphis, uh, there's a college football guy. There was a Memphis Tigers guy. There was a, you know, there's somebody that everybody listened to for these different subjects, but I moved in 2000. That's when I got to Memphis, and the Grizzlies came in 20, uh, in 2001. Mm-hmm. And so for me at that moment, which was a very good decision, it was, all right, if I go to every press conference, I go to every game, I can be the guy associated with this. The people are going to listen to, to hear about, this team. I'm going to have the institutional knowledge. Nobody's ever going to be able to say even though I'm at that time in my very young 20s, nobody's going to be able to say that they went to more games or that they, and now we're all these years later and I've pretty well gone to all of them and and I do the TV broadcast for them now at least pregame and post games for the, for Valley Sports, which Mm -hmm. is the local feed. Um, Yeah, it's been great and so I think that that's why i got very deep into the nba then i was not growing up i didn't grow up in nba markets i loved michael jordan like everybody else did i love the nba and i love you know the stars but it was not something that i you know lived and died with but it certainly it's become that way
1: yeah now you're the grizzlies guy you've been there since the jump and you get a lot of those dudes i was looking on your instagram in studio so we we got, you know, recurring guests that we love on this show that we love on the radio. Give me your guys that you know like when these dudes come on, like this is gonna be a good one.
2: Um I mean, look, the best the best ever is Garnett. I mean, Kevin Garnett came in studio and he's we had we got <laughs> it only happened one time because he never does any of that stuff. Very rarely. Maybe if he's promoting something. But he happened to come in town. He was doing a thing for Turner. Anyway, I cannot tell you the amount of calls we got about that podcast from bosses, NBA, everybody else. Because, I mean, it's just the N-word and the (laughs) F-word. And And you're just sitting there in shock, disbelief. But it's just the way he talks. And his stories are absolutely unbelievable. So he's for sure an all-timer. He came in with Tony Allen, who did Weekly Bits with me and – Tony's electric, one of the most hilarious people uh, that I know. I'm trying to think who else is like an automatic, everybody's going to love it. Um, It's usually, you know, it's not, usually the athletes, I would say, maybe less so than some media members that people really love, right? Either some media members or, you know, we've had a lot of comedians in. Comedians are always big for people, but um, in terms of our regular guys, I would say Tony, by far, the most popular. People love him.
0: I'll tell you what, I mean, the city of Memphis has gotta be buzzing right now. We're in the middle of the NBA playoffs, got John Morant over there. It's just, what's what's Memphis like right now?
2: So, now, I think that this whole season just took everybody by surprise. This was not the expectation to be, to have the second best record in the NBA. Bunch of young guys. They drafted really well. They've got a guy that we expected to be a star. But, like, you know, typically they got into the playoffs through the play-in last year. And typically you go from, like, a play-in situation to, like, okay, now we're, like, middle of the pack. Maybe we could compete for half a home court to then hopefully you're a contender. And they just skipped the middle step completely. You know, and usually there's, like, an ascent. To like superstardom where it's like here's a guy that everybody knows is good and thinks there's great things on the horizon can be in the future one of the best players and then you know he takes a step where he becomes a star player and then he becomes a superstar and so it all kind of lined up where it's like morant became, like he skipped the star step and went straight to superstar mm-hmm. and then the grizzlies skipped the middle like hey we're in the middle of the pack Maybe we can fight for home court advantage type stuff all the way to the top. So it's just been a dream the entire year that they're even in this position. At this point, you're just praying that nothing about it becomes a disappointment. <laughs> no doubt. Right?
1: And, and you're the guy that's got the ear of all these dudes. You are the man in Memphis. What do we got to do to get John ja the dunk contest? What's it going to take? Can Chris Vernon make that happen?
2: Never. It'll never it Doesn't happen. sound like oh, it. That's nah, tragic. It, well, and you know what? I know. I know that's tragic. It's a dunk. Ton, it's a dunk contest fault. It's their fault. You know what I mean? Because it's not just him. None of those young guys want to do it anymore. You watch it. This last year, I mean, it's a disgrace. That oh, no,
1: was the worst thing. You ever. watch that thing? It was terrible. It used you to be that like, it's like. That was the thing you to put to on your that? resume. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, they need to.
0: They need to pony up a million bucks. That would change things. Hundred percent. Totally agree with you. I mean,
2: Mo- right, if you are not getting the desired result, motivate people. All right, so what motivates them? You'd have a feel if you want to put some real money on the line. Yeah, you, know you, know, I mean? you need but,
1: Ja, you need Zion, you need the guy, the young yeah. guys that everybody wants to see. And right now, it's like that's the thing you just skip. Like, oh, dunk contest, let me go get a drink. It used to be like, hey, I got to be sitting on my couch when this thing starts.
2: Yeah, pathetic. Well, let's so get I in. don't <laughs> think you're, you're, you're going to see him do it. Nobody's going to risk that injury. To yeah, that's a good get point. That-
0: the injury the things goofy a trophy.
2: I mean, not, nobody cares about a trophy.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like most of our listeners are going to know you for one thing, and it's not basketball. It's right. for what's going on at Augusta, which you come out every year with the Masters updates. I think you've been doing it since 2019, correct? No, no. We did it way
2: longer. God. Yeah, way longer. We well, did it became it as a famous radio in 2019. Bit. Yeah, just, well, we had video. Yeah. We had video. And the 21. Wait, is it 20? Whenever the the one that blew up. So they always did pretty good. And they always certainly got people's attention. But they weren't like mega viral. The one that blew up was the fall one.
0: We just got
2: very lucky. So it's a good bit. It's, uh, it's funny. And it always did well for us. I mean, we've been doing it. God, I don't know. Probably a decade. I actually thought it's funny you say that because I told my producer. I said, uh. I say, you know that book, uh, the the Malcolm Gladwell book that everybody always quotes, where it's like the 10,000 hours, or whatever? Oh, yeah, and to I become said, an expert, think, yeah. Yeah, I think I've done the 10,000 hours of <laughs> master's updates, you know? And it's just like I became expert level where we were able to pull it off because we started doing it on radio, and it was just a radio bit years and years ago, and then we kept doing it. And then, of course, a couple years ago when we, fi- when we got the studio with cameras – That's when we turned it into a video bit. And then the 2020 year was everybody's inside. It's all COVID. Oh, yeah. And so everybody's quarantined. And there's also nothing going on, except for in Augusta, of course. (laughs) There's nothing going on. And everybody's attached to their screens. And more importantly, they were looking to laugh about something. I mean, it's hard to go back to that point in time, but there wasn't any funny. Nothing was funny. Everybody was miserable. Everybody stuck in the house. It was awful. And so I actually think like the one that the one that came out because of quarantine and because the Masters was played in the fall, um, that's the one that like super broke through. And I have wondered if we – If it had always just been a spring thing, if it would have broken through in the same way, I suppose it's possible, but I just think we were right place, right time when when a lot of people saw it for the first time.
0: I mean, yeah, now it's huge. I mean, you got people tweeting you about it, other players tweeting about you, but how did the whole idea come about? Like, was it when you did it, when it was just on radio, was it with that much energy, that much craziness going on?
2: Yeah, there was, yes, yes. Um... (laughs) You know, well, at that point, like when you're doing radio, you're just trying to get people's attention, doing everything. And so we had always done a bunch of songs, parody songs or whatever else. But with that one, uh, it really just began as uh, making fun of it, you know, making fun of the masters and how I think it I want to say it might have been. What was the old dude's name that everybody hated? That like he was like, you remember when they were doing all the uh, no women allowed and all that Uh, stuff? What was that guy's name? Billy
1: Billy Payne. Billy Payne?
2: Nah it was before. Hootie Johnson. Hootie. Hootie Johnson. That's who it was. Hootie Johnson. And it just seemed like so like buttoned up. Like I think it was when it originally started, it was like, what would make the biggest mockery of how buttoned up, how nobody else is allowed? type of thing that this is and golf coverage was even you know it just had the it had the whispering thing going on and it you know <laughs> it was it, you know it, it, that has actually come a long way as have the masters updates because at the time golf was you know i think that there's a lot of people that are my age and y'all's age that have made golf cool I, 10 years ago i'd never listened to y'all a golf podcast or any golf podcast for that matter. I listen to all manner of golf podcasts. Now um, I got a Malbon pants right now. <laughs> I've got on, you know what I'm saying? Like half my closet is these bad birdie Malbon, like, because all these guys that are like my age, they're all now like having companies and like Eastside golf and all these They're trying to make golf cool again. And it's like when the masters update started, there was nothing cool about golf and that is the kind of thing that when we're doing the update the like the true golf fan they hated them (laughs) so it's like an evolution right now 10 years later 10 years later or how many every years we did it now those guys those are the guys i play golf with those are the guys i gamble with those are the guys i play with those are the guys that are starting these cool golf companies And whatnot. And so they grew up on hip hop. So they like that angle to it. And they're not like, uh, they're not stuck up. It's not their dad's club anymore. And so I do think that, you know, there's a lot of people now that are part of making golf so much more cool. And like back, back then there was nobody talking about golf on air or, There was no like brands or anything that, that I, that I cared about in the least, like in the, in the least, like Tiger had the Nike thing and that was it. Yeah, Right. He was cool, but he was cool as compared to all those other dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) and so that's a weird thing about it. I, I've never really thought about it that way, but I think that's so, I think that now between all of these, you know, uh, guys that are part of golf coverage and all these companies that are part of it now that it's become a cool thing because the people that like it are not just the buttoned up old rich white guys
1: yeah I agree yeah it's changing the demographic of golf and who's watching who's consuming is definitely yeah. changing but when you're when your video first blew up in 2020 you said even though you've been doing it a long time that's the one that really hit Tons of people were reaching out to you. I mean, this thing was everywhere. Did you hear from anyone at any point where you're like, holy shit, I can't believe that person saw it? Like a tweet or a text or anything like that?
2: Jenna Sims. Really? (laughs) What Jenna said? I I lost my mind. I mean, you want to talk about something getting screenshotted and said to everybody you know. I I couldn't believe it. You got Jenna's attention. It's not easy. I was like, this is insane. She put out she had uh she put out an instagram story of her and brooks listening to it at some at some place like wherever they were um and so yeah the jenna sims one that was just because then and then brooks tweeted about it yeah you know and that was that one was where i and then like uh you know as it got passed around uh the Tommy Fleetwood's st- Tommy Fleetwood hit us up. Um, I saw a video of Paul Casey and Sergio Garcia watching it. <laughs> the golfers, the you know, just the, the idea that like the guys that so many of the names that we rattled off of the song either heard it or dug it that was the craziest to me in terms of like, I don't know. I mean, there, there's like famous people that are musicians or. Uh, there's people like that, but the the ones I was sh- shocked by were the golfers and or people associated with those.
0: Yeah, and then you got the whole collaboration this year of yeah, Mar- uh, Trevor Immelman, Scotty McCreary, yeah. Jenna Sims, and their sh- their chef uh, Scott Van Pelt's yeah. a huge fan of it. I mean, you randomly yeah, get, they get the the top ten plays the week of the Masters, and it's always what's going on at Augusta. I mean, it's it's incredible.
2: Yeah, all those dudes. Yeah, I mean, I. I got to tell you an unbelievable story too about that. So I came up with that idea very last minute. I was like, you know what? I got all these people that have hit me up about this. I was like, I wonder if I could just get them to say, that's what's going on. Augusta. We could put a mashup together and we could play it before we do the updates this year. And so, uh, I start reaching out, uh, to, to different people. Now, a lot of those people I know, like personally, so I wasn't, I wasn't scared to, um, or I've met them in the past, um, and so I start getting like all this response. Like they're sending it back. They're like, "Yeah, of course. Look, dude, whatever." And so uh, I start getting all this response, and so one of my buddies that is actually a member at the golf course uh, where I where I play here is um, he he was college roommate with Chef uh, with uh, Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Oh. Uh, Bobby In fact, Hudson. they mentioned Bobby Hudson. No, no, huh? No, 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 no. They met, they mentioned they mentioned him on the broadcast. Um, it's it's Jimmy Sexton's son. Okay, who yeah, is yeah. like one of the he's one of the biggest power agents, you know that there is. And so, I reach out to him, and I'm like, "Yo, you got to get Scheffler for me," because I'm thinking I'm going to be able to get this dude. Uh, I'm I'm going to be able to get Scheffler on this. and so he reached out to him and he says uh man he hadn't gotten back to me yet but he's one of those kind of dudes that he turns his phone off the week of the the week of the tournament you know he's that kind of guy and he only kind of responds he only kind of responds to like family he's not one of those guys that you can like get a hold of and he's like but i'm gonna tell you what he's like i'm gonna go through the wife He's like, I- I'm going to go through the wife, and I'll be able to get her. And I was like, you know what? I was like, look, even if she can't get Skye to do it, I was like, get her to do it. I said, Shit, hell, she's in the damn winner's circle every week. She's famous. <laughs> right? And so I'm like, all right, why don't you go ahead and, and get her? And so he tries again. Um, and then not, by the time he – and I'm like, man, I am so sorry because I, I did not ask him in time. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been a miracle to be able to get this thing pulled off. And so he gets back to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I wasn't able to get it, whatever. And then, of course, as I'm watching the tournament play out, I'm like, yo, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, I really, that was a 100% no-brainer. Like, that was one of those, like, autos that I could have gotten because I know his, I mean, his guy's roommate. Yeah. Buddy's with him.
0: That would have and, been incredible if you'd have had him before he oh, actually my, won. Oh.
2: Can you believe that? And then the other one, which I botched this too, is um, the guy who's Hovland's coach just moved out full-time. You guys probably know him. Jeff uh, Smith? Yeah, he just moved to Memphis. Oh, from Vegas? Did he, he just, really? Yeah, he just moved here. He's oh, setting wow. up shop here. Yeah, and so he's, his guys come in town all the time. <laughs> and so I've see, I seen Hovland out like, they all come through because they work with him and i botch that too <laughs> i bought the I botched it. and so it's funny you know everybody always talked about like uh you know the they don't the things that got away are the ones that bothered them rather than how awesome it turned out to be i'm thinking to myself the masters champ would have been on there if my stupid ass would have just thought of it a week earlier that's a but grand. now you get to ratchet it up
1: for next year. You got, you got to keep ratcheting this thing up. People are, like, looking forward oh, to this yeah. the week before the Masters. Like, oh, here it comes. We're going to get the next what's going on at Augusta. Where do you where do you go from here to, to keep – I mean, you got the Bumblebee and the Walrus. Love those dudes, by the way. They're fantastic. But yeah. how do you keep scaling this
2: thing up? So we've gotten a bunch of people that have – we've gotten a bunch of people that have reached out um, in the past that, like, are willing to be a part of it. And um, and this year I thought, like, you know what, we're not going to – I'm not going to have, like, a special guest come in. You know, and, and in fact, <laughs> my boss offered to pay for, like, flights at hotels if I wanted to, like, invite somebody in to yeah. be in it. You know what would have been the most unbelievable? Is friggin' Charlie Hoffman.
0: Yes. Yes. Y'all cause y'all always shout him
2: out. Where's Charlie <laughs> Yo, Hoffman? Where? I mean that Scott dude, Van
0: Pelt even said it during the video. If that it,
2: dude, if that dude would if we could have just if he'd have just showed up in the middle of it,
1: and he could just walked in and, and looked in the around. Matchup? Dude, you uh, could have him in a seagull costume. I was gonna uh, offer this up. You got a seagull into the mix because that's his nickname, the seagull. You could throw that in the song next year. You have a, a seagull out there dancing, pops the helmet off and bam, it's Charlie. People go batshit for that.
2: They'd be go crazy. So yeah, either a reveal where it's like either a celebrity or somebody like that, mm-hmm. and but somebody I can't. God, I don't. I don't want to not give them credit. I I don't remember who told me this. They were like, yo, you know what? One of the things you should do next year. They were like, uh, bring in a bring in a chorus. Oh yeah, like an entire. Like a children's choir. <laughs> <You're-> <laughs> entire, yeah, like an entire children's choir behind me, like singing it as it before it begins, right? You don't want to take uh, any so- shine off your hype man, though. No, no. They'll still be no, They'll be. The in, they could be in the congregation. Who is that guy? So so this is what's crazy. Oh, that's Roser. He's been my producer for, God, I don't He's know. He's fantastic. We've oh, what a
1: producer. Mark, you yeah. listen to this, bud? Or are you going to yeah. get you decked out?
2: <laughs> 15, 15, 15 years um at least. I mean he dropped out of he, he dropped out of college because he believed in the show. It's great.
1: It's it awesome. a great story.
2: He um he was my intern uh at the radio station and he was going to college and doing the internship. And uh I went to the boss and I'm like, yo, will you make this guy, this kid my full-time producer? And I went to him and I was like, look, they'll make you a full-time producer if you want to do it. And he just he dropped out of school and started doing it um and so yeah he's the hype man and then like the mascots um you know that takes a it takes an incredible amount of endurance now and people love typically the (laughs) b the b was the official mascot for the memphis redbirds he's like a like this is not a kid's game, man. That's a real trained ass <laughs> mascot. You can't just put, you can't, you can't, you can't put some bozo in a in a mascot costume and just think they're going to be good at it. He's real. And That's he's, awesome. He's, he's he's got like years under his belt. Um, and I'm trying to think. The dog, she, Corinne, who works with us in the video department, she's training as a decathlete. That's good I, training. So, you gotta have real stamina to be in that costume. It's hotter than hell. You can't breathe. And uh, I owe it to them. I don't think that, is, that, that, that if we don't have those, if we don't, if I don't have my furry friends behind me, it's not the same deal. Is I, it all live, or do you have to do
1: like cuts and retake? Back? All right, I stumble, go back, all that's, live. Okay, that's so there's one take, all two live. takes. Okay, that's one take. One ten- that is you gotta be on live. your game, bro.
2: That's so, filmed live.
1: Do y'all
0: get together before it all and pick out, like, which players you're going to go at at all? It's just all, boom, these rhymes. Or just
2: whatever the leaderboard is.
0: Yeah, you got to go God. with who's on top. That makes it even better.
2: That's why I, to, I told you. 10,000 hours, brother.
1: <laughs> I hope Christian Hoot gets in the hunt next year.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. See? Now, that's as natural as it gets that one, right? The Christian Bazadenhut, right? Because I'm trying to say his name. Obviously, I haven't practiced it. I mean. That's not a bit. I don't know how to say this guy's nobody (laughs) does,
1: even a Brock. Nobody,
2: yeah, nobody knows who this dude is. And so, yeah, there's like I'm trying to think, like, uh, I mean, almost all I would say that, like, there's a few times ever, and I'm trying to think when uh, if I could think of one offhand where I've told my producer, if if you if this guy's at the top of the leaderboard and I yell this, here's a couple ad-libs. You can choose from whatever you want. Um, but very rarely, most always they're like the the ones that we get the most response on like ad-lib wise from him are things that he came up with on the top of his head and it's hilarious. Like the, I think my favorite one ever <laughs> well uh, it's up there at least. I'd have to go through them. But the uh, we did not know who Will Zalators was.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a store at the and mall. And I said it.
2: And his ad lib was next to lids. <laughs> next to lids, like he really almost made me laugh in the middle of the bit because that shit was funny to me. Next to lids. I like that one. It's just, and, there's uh, not a mall in the world. Lids and Claire's are at every mall in the world. I like the, uh, the
0: homie Max Homa, and then it's a bogey party. That was fantastic oh, when he was five yeah. over.
2: Yeah, because we didn't know. And you know what's crazy? He's one of the few guys. You guys saw him on the, on the video. He's one of the guys that I ended up – I've actually stayed in contact with him. I've known HV3 for a long time because we played in the Pro-Am together. And the Homa thing – was um, I, he had reached out t- on Twitter and whatnot about it. And then we start communicating. And then I went and uh, met up with him in Memphis because he was in that FedEx last year.
1: Yeah, it's uh, he's it's, just one of the best dudes he, ever. He by
2: is. The way. Oh, so the best.
0: Our lead producer for CBS is from Memphis, Seller Shy. And so nice. I was telling him the other day, he's the one who actually got me in contact with you. So we were talking about, I said, Hey, I got him to come on subpar. And he's like, dude, you wouldn't believe in the trailer. He goes like, when we go to different players, we use a lot of his sayings like Tony Finau, where he be now. And a bunch Uh, of the other ones, like when they're sending it to shots, they say a lot of the stuff you use.
2: That's hilarious because, and I worried about Finau in Memphis because I mean, I was out there walking around a course and, you know, just trying to stay discreet, but I could hear there's a bunch of drunk college kids. And he's and people would send me like every weekend somebody yelling it at him, kids yelling it at him, drunk college kids, whatever else. And they'd send me these videos. He'd tee off and you'd hear somebody yell it or whatever from the back. And uh and I was like, man, I was like, I hope he doesn't like end up presenting this. No, you know what I mean? I know he's the coolest yeah. dude, dude, but I'm at the Phoenix
1: Open this year, and they're still, yeah, where he be now, you know, like that. I don't think that'll ever go away for him. But by the way, yeah, he didn't. That's like a feather in your
2: cap. You know, there was one that somebody yelled, and had nothing to do with our Masters updates, but we had already done the Masters updates, and I think it was at the final round of the Masters, Um, and I was like, oh my god! Again, it's always the ones that get away, right? The Scotty Karate thing god <laughs> how did i miss that you know what i'm saying yep. i think we did something about everything in texas is big or something for him but scotty
0: karate is good
2: oh what a blown opportunity another one he always using the cbs is Paul
0: it. casey he always smiling oh
2: He's bad he bad, is what did he pull out for
0: he wasn't smiling that's the only time how often like when you're he out smiling about that right? people coming up and being like what's yeah. going on at augusta
2: yeah him and A lot of the uh, – it was weird. Like, the three That's weeks awesome. leading up to it, a lot of guys at the, like, the Grizzly games would yell it. Like, it. like, when I was walking through the hallway or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, Memphis is a – it's a small, big city, right? So, you know, I think that it actually – people outside of Memphis um, probably – I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. I honestly, like outside of grizzly games, I really don't go much many places. You know, I I, I go to the golf course. You know, if I'm going to go have some You're fun, busy. and then my kids are twelve and nine, so <laughs> pretty much outside outside of work, and then driving, I'm just an Uber driver for them and whatever games they've got going on or whatever. So I'm not really out and about to where people could scream it at me all that much, but certainly. No doubt. At that golf tournament, I mean that's but that's my people out there, right? When I when the when the FedEx when the FedEx comes, I hear a lot of it, a lot of it, and it's funny because (laughs) some of those guys like say Zalatoris, like they've become big names on the tour. It's kind of crazy. So I've uh, I I, I'm thrilled. I mean I can't even honestly like this is going to sound like I'm kissing up to you, but when you When you reached out, I was like, I can't believe this man! I can't believe this guy even knows who I am, like, or that he even saw this because I do watch. I'm that guy, you know. Again, I'm that age, so like, I watch that Mm -hmm. stuff. uh, I watched the PGA Tour live, and you were on there on the. I'm I'm saying like morning rounds. So if I'm getting up, the kids go off to school with my wife, and I um I would watch those morning Mm -hmm. rounds on like Thursdays, Fridays or maybe even Saturdays, and you were doing that stuff with uh, with guys uh, back then. I remember there was one – in fact, I, you'll, you'll remember this. There was one that I watched, and it was Bubba Watson. It was a group, weirdly, with <laughs> Bubba Watson and Wesley Bryan, and they were obviously gambling on every single hole. They were like the first ones to tee off. They were so far out of it, and there's jokes about it, but I, I, I watched tons and tons of – golf coverage it's just become you know I don't know I think one of those things where you become older and you find something that you latch on to um, and so I watch tons of golf coverage and the idea that you know you or any of the people that I watch all the time right um, and I told you well, you were like I have a podcast I'm like man I know y'all have a podcast I've got it you know what I mean like in fact you know which one I've saved of, y- of y'all's episodes yeah. I love when you have on the golfers because they they keep it real with you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they talk to you guys. That's how people want to hear. They talk to you like your friends, right, rather than it's like a straight interview. I've saved it, and I haven't listened to it, but you can tell me if I need to because I, I feel like <laughs> I'm going to get I mad. Mean, if you want to find out a lot about what's going work. on, you'll like I have it. not listened to it yet. I don't I think so. I know. I'll find out. No. But am I just going to be the whole time? I, I don't think you will. That one – that one is
1: like an actual interview like Like, that's not a dude's chopping it up having drinks telling stories type of deal that was like he made an announcement okay here's my new events that i'm putting out then we like ask him about those it's not like hey give us the old war stories from augusta or give us stories from you know back days that's more like informational
2: I know.
0: <laughs> well, maybe just listen to the Pat Perez one again. I know what again. He's talking about. Yeah, just about. run back, Conny, or listen to Mark Grace. That's probably no, more dude. up your alley. I love it. <laughs> well, as you know, then, we got to get to the emergency nine before we let you get out of here. We know you're a very busy man. Yeah. We'll run through this yeah. E9 real quick. And we ask this to everyone. You can trade lives with anyone for a day, dead or alive. Who's it going to be?
2: Huh? Oh, wow.
0: Get to be him for a day.
1: Lives. It doesn't matter. Any day of their life. No, they can be dead. Are they alive? You can be alive though being them. You don't got to be dead. <laughs> yeah, be weird. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a shitty question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to sound crazy, but I uh I think I would say somebody like um somebody that that gave back in a massive way. It's one of those things that I feel like I need to be better about. You know how you all have those things that it's like, like, hey, man, I've got a platform now. I should be better about like enriching people's lives and not just like, I I try to use it to make people laugh. Right. That's what we try to do daily. So I would say somebody that, that brings that kind of value. um, to people. Jeez you can be Chris geez. Rock and get Gandhi, by- Mother um, Teresa,
1: would be a good one.
2: Yeah, yeah, Gandhi. That's fine. Yeah, it either be Speak Chris uh, Rock. And get I thought was to be job for a right? day. Then I'll be like, you know, what I mean, like, uh,
1: and just dunk on people's heads.
2: Be job for a day? It, it, you wouldn't. Wa- <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing for the for those two hours. Afterwards, yeah, do you don't want to be him. Not now. You get mobbed. Everywhere you go, you know what I'm saying. Like you, you it's guys a different are hung world, out with those famous in. It's awful. Different world. It is. It's not fun, yo. It is not fun to hang out with famous people because you see what it's like, and everybody's got their damn cameras out and taking a picture of them, and everybody, and like then they're forced to like be a prick to people if they don't want to take a picture or sign an autograph. Or that. I'm like man, I don't know. So being famous. That's not like or that level of fame. That's, I don't know, man. that Yeah, <laughs> I gotta be him for the whole day. That's not that intriguing to me, you know. <laughs> Gucci <Man. laughs> maybe like Gucci That's not what I thought we'd get, but I Gucci like that. Man. Yeah. Or Rick Ross. Rick Ross. I've actually I know Rick Ross because <laughs> he owns about ten Wing Stops in Memphis, so he'll come yes. through. So he like, bought Van holy Holyfield's yeah, house. Yeah, it's right outside. You need to go look monster. this thing up. 56,000 square feet or something like that. And he, amazing. So he owns that. And if you follow him on Instagram, he, he feels like he's living the life. Like he bought, he'll buy yeah. like an ice cream truck <laughs> he's got. and then he'll buy like an ambulance and then he'll buy, yeah. He, it looks so much fun. So I know Instagram's not real life, but it is in his like he really is buying this stuff, like a camel. Remember he bought or no, a cow. I think it was a cow, and then he bought like he started. He, started, he just has. He he wakes up in the morning and thinks of something <laughs> yeah. he always dreamed to buy. Nick Ross, that's he a good answer. It. I him on radio good. a while that's back and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm he going doesn't... to Morocco
1: and then Dubai." And I'm like, "What yep. the, what the shit are you doing? Like how much stuff do you own, bro? <laughs> like you Your make good music, but damn, like a chic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. Good I like bad. that answer. All right, I'll give you the first one here. Yep. Which Memphis icon has been more important to the fabric of the city as a whole? Elvis Presley or Jason Williams?
2: What?
1: Close.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think that's... I know. J-Will just wasn't on good enough teams. That's Lee's his favorite player. I mean, yeah, it's my he wasn't on good enough he's one teams. He's 1A or 1B with Nick Van Axel, in... but Yeah. Yeah. Also, yes, a Memphis guy as an assistant coach here. He was an assistant coach for like three no, or years. No, never been around
1: Nick. This is my all-time and, favorite um, do you know player him? growing up. Used to shoot free throws from four feet behind the line, and I shot 48%, but I did it just because of Nick.
2: <laughs> I'm be- I'm being dead serious to you guys. I'm going to give you a little tip on this. So I know Nick because he was here for years, okay? He is... Oh. cold to golf. Cold. All you would have to A, a guest. Wow. B, all you would have to do is invite him. And oh. he's a scout. Okay. He's I'll talk a to scout Jake. Okay. Get this done. Now, I I right? I just saw I I mean I I have seen him recently. Um oh, but he, love hearing he this. plays this is great all okay. the time. Okay. All the time. That's done.
1: We're doing that. We're Day doing X that.
2: Dude, this could happen. He would probably come on the the podcast. That's the only Jersey I own. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, he loves that. The more you know, right? There's so many of these NBA guys that are super into it. But Van Exel, he played all the time when he lived here. All the time.
0: Penny loves Mm -hmm. He played
2: with Penny because Penny's a big golfer. Yeah. Yeah. The guy I do TV with, Brevin Knight, big golfer. Um, there's a lot of them. A lot of the retired guys. Vince Carter was a big one that played with Nick a lot. Oh, we're gonna, town, we're gonna we're gonna link yeah. on that. Van Exel. That's an easy one. So Elvis gets it over. Yeah, Elvis gets it over Jay Will. But Love I that. promise that's the you, best Van Exel we would not turn down an invitation to play. All
1: right,
0: <laughs> next one. Memphis yep. is obviously known for their there incredible barbecue. Give me your favorite barbecue spot in Memphis.
2: Um. God, it is very, very difficult to choose. Look, all across the board, I love Central Barbecue. I love it. Um, and they've got – but I get wings there as much as I get the barbecue stuff. Ribs, yeah, that place is good. I love Germantown yeah. Commissary. During the tournament, they always That's do place. Rendezvous. It's amazing. The that place is good. Um, yeah. Rendezvous is great rendezvous is great like honestly it'll be be okay wherever you go you can't drive anywhere without there being a great barbecue place yeah 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 you'll be okay wherever you go but I think when people come in town like the surefires are like central you're not gonna go wrong they're not going to go wrong. Or if you send them to Termatown Commissary, they're not going to go wrong. I'd say those probably come, mm-hmm. I eat those the
1: most. Yeah, a <laughs> lot, <laughs> lot of options down there. I'm going to stay with the Memphis theme here, okay? Because you got some rappers with some great names that have come out of Memphis, right? You got Yo Gotti, Juicy J, Crunchy Black, my personal favorite, Kingpin Skinny Pimp, which takes away, that was going to be my name, but now that's stolen. I got to come up with something <laughs> new. But if you needed a rap name for your Augusta track next year, what do you go by?
2: Uh You know I've had like either like a screen name or like a uh I even have it on my golf ball. <laughs> yeah, I have go. Diablo. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. I have Elverno. like you know how like you could go to like uh You know, like, golfballs.com, they send you, like, a damn email every day that it's like, hey, you know, 24 shots for 10 bucks or whatever, free personalization. So I just started doing that, like, every time. Like, I didn't know what to put on the personalization, and I couldn't think of anything funny, so I just started putting Elverno Diablo on, uh, on these golf balls on the side. So I think since I've already got the golf balls, I use it as a screen name for some stuff. That's hot name. That's a hot, name. That's a hot name. Diablo. Exactly. It's hot, right? And people, exactly. and yeah, people think got I was Latin, but I'm. you Yeah. Worldwide fanfare
1: not. with that. You appeal to a lot. I
0: love it. All right, next one. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> when
0: you're I'm when you're doing those videos, fans. you got the the white shirt on underneath the green jacket. You can see part of a tiger tattoo. I'm not sure if it's real or not, but in this case, we're just gonna hope it's real. Who that, has the better chest tattoo, you or AJ McCarron?
2: Oh, that's, I mean, that is a bloodbath. <laughs> yes, bag. Bama okay. Boy. My Bama God. Boy? No, that I is. I couldn't believe
0: that when I saw that. It's
2: an outrage. It's, that is the most outrageous. Dude, he spent like 30 like, hours. Chest 10 in, in the
0: chair For to a get quarterback?
1: That and it's worth and it. it says Good Bama
2: look. Boy. Great look. <laughs> He's going to. He's gonna be eighty-four years old with Bama What's boy. What's yours all about? Be on his chest. Yeah. What's that's... yours all about? Huh? Is it real? It's a tiger.
0: Well, <laughs> I didn't know if you actually. <laughs> no. Some y'all are crazy. I mean, this guy put I Bama was, boy on. I it. was gonna be
1: shocked. <laughs> Come on. I was gonna be shocked. you hell. were like, yeah, dude. That's, I got a whole tiger mural on my chest. I was gonna be like, I don't. I I misread this book by its cover. But, Die Hard Memphis. I don't know.
2: No. I, Hey, you know what? I got that done at um Amazon.com amazing. for four dollars. <laughs> I just typed like, in big, you know, big tiger tattoo. Cause I just want I wanted to put a huge tiger on it uh on my chest. Uh, <laughs> this year I had two. I had two different Tigers, so if you've seen, if you went back and watched past iterations of the Magic Update, it was yeah. originally one huge one. It had Cubs. Yeah. It gorgeous. Having cubs. I think you should get it
0: permanently done.
2: Yeah. It, it had two Cubs. I've <laughs> considered it, but um, I feel like it hurts. Yeah, I don't not. really like needles.
1: Elverno Diablo doesn't need ink. He doesn't need you gimmicks, dude. His, his lyrics speak for themselves.
2: I don't need, I don't, I've made, I don't know, and I've made it this long, right? Oh, Without, no. Like, are
1: you yeah, guys tatted up? Needles. With no. no. I, we're soft, too. N- neither of you Mm-mm. have. But I grew up playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I did song get song, one, I, it would be I, I, either soft as come. Bama Boy or a tiger on my chest, though. I just haven't decided which. <laughs> Got to be one of the two. <laughs> yes, go with, can't go miss on that. All right, next one. I've seen the video, so I know you can do it. On a scale of one to Cardi B, where would you rank your twerking skills?
2: Oh, I would say. Now, are we talking? Am I male? <laughs> male male division. division. Yeah, the male <laughs> division. Well, am <laughs> I am I competing? If I'm competing with the females, it's a it's good point. It was one to Cardi B, males? so we'll say the
1: cutoff for males is at five. Anything above five is female.
2: Yeah, I'd say. I'm probably, I've, I tell you, top of the males. I'm, I'm the ape. I'm the, I'm <laughs> the Apex Mountain.
1: Mount Vernon. I'm the king. Mount
2: Vernon. I'm the king. I'm the yeah. king. of the Mount Vernon. There you go. I'm the king. Right. I'm the king. You know what? My father, when I was a little kid, told us that that guy that Mount Vernon was named after was like part of our family. <laughs> like if you did the lineage. but I, I'm starting I don't to believe doubt him. that. Uh, I don't know if Yeah, right. I, I I think you just telling me that so uh, I believe it. That's myself. a good
1: gift that you got, or gift or gif, or however the hell you say it. That's out there with the twerking. That's nice. That'll live yep. forever.
0: All right, next one. You might you might have answered this uh, earlier, but you can pick any PGA Tour player to make a guest appearance during the Masters update in 2023. Who's it going to be?
2: Oh shit! <laughs> okay, perfect. <Tiger? laughs> Over Charlie. Cool. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what would you I... do if Tiger walked into no, studio? I'm talking to. Bro, if Tiger acknowledged that that thing existed, I would lose I my mind. I would guarantee
1: you he's seen it. He's a big it. social media acknowledge things guy.
2: Look, I'm up in my office. Hold on a second. I'm going to show okay, you guys something it. real quick. Hold on. This
1: is what we get. Here I we go. This. This guy's What's that awesome. chair he's got? Is that a, a gamer's chair? It's got to be a gamer. chair. Some sort of a gamer chair. Yeah.
2: You couldn't see this. But this is hanging on the wall.
1: Oh, yeah. Right That's beautiful. The- That's it. Tiger at St. Andrews. Andrews. The St. Yeah. Andrews? Yes.
2: Yo, I bet I have – I mean, this is like up in a game room. I probably have no less than 150 wow. different Tigers. Why don't you get that tatted on your chest? Get yeah. that different Tiger. Yeah, I know. I really should. But I – um, yeah, man. Like, he, he hit right at the right time for me, right? It was like 96. I was getting out of high school in 96, yeah. right? Um, and he was, and I still have, I have it cut out somewhere. It might be up here. I have this when he was first in sports illustrated yeah. when he was at Stanford and he, um, yeah, man, he was, it was he, everybody, my age, just, you know, he's, he's one of those very few. So the, he feels he's the only one that I would get starstruck. We got to get Dude, Tiger
0: to respond. We got to get him a little, if you,
2: I've met a lot of those dudes. I've met a lot of them, but I would get starstruck by him uh, more so than I think any of the other guys. And by the way, uh, you guys, and in fact, it's funny. I mentioned Stanford. It made me think of, I'm going to give you guys a little tip. (laughs) So at Stanford right now, that women's team is the best team maybe Mm -hmm. ever in the history of golf, right? The girl that's on the team that's named mm-hmm. Rachel Heck is from Memphis. She's in the video, actually. Yeah, sorry. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I played with her last summer, and that is male or female, the absolute best golfer I've ever seen. She's got seen game, in my life. no doubt. I heard she's Not killing she. it in the NIL game. You too. guys. Yo, you guys have to see it. She is unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah, like like she has
1: a chance to she wins everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's her, killing her teammate, it. Rose. She's Zang, killing people too.
2: Yeah. Roseang They got a they got a big time yeah. team, but that that girl is going to be like the face of women's golf and take that to a, a level it's never been. That's before good to hear. Because she's her personality's That's what women's too. golf needs.
1: They need a yep. big American star. Yep. yep. There's a void there. I didn't know she was Memphis, but now it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She owes yep. a lot to you. All the everything you taught her paying off, <laughs> she
2: has she nothing she nothing. She
1: nothing. to do. Uh, all right, here's the last one for me, and this is more of a heads up than anything for when the time comes because it will eventually come. You need to be prepared for this. But what rhymes for your next uh, Augusta update? What rhymes with Alfie Barnrat? Mm. He's gonna get a green jacket, he's gonna right slide there. that thing
2: on. Kira
0: deck, Alfie mm-hmm. Barnrat,
2: yeah, so. It's one that I have considered before, because <laughs> uh, I always look through all of the names, and we would not, we wouldn't do a rhyme thing. We would do barn rat with him, right? So we would do like barn rat. Where's the cheese? Barn rat. Where's the cheese? <laughs> okay. you know, like something, something off of the idea that we can't really say his name, so we're now we're just calling him barn rat, right? Mm-hmm. And it would pro- and he would probably be yelling about the about cheese or something like that we would we would not i don't think we would try to rhyme that um you know he's a unless we did uh how, how, it's alpha bonnet right yeah. he's a
0: he's a big spender so you could always throw like always oh, shopping
2: in there there you no, go it would be alpha no it, it'd be <laughs> alpha bonnet with the gat
1: with the Gat. Oh, oh yeah what, yeah yeah, yeah. staying rack staying bonrat has yeah. got
2: the get right you know uh something 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 with gat uh, <laughs> All right, we got one year
1: to prep for that because it's coming. It's coming. He's he's oh, convinced.
2: Oh, he's gonna be. A, oh, yeah, he's he's coming.
1: So? He's built for it. Really? Uh, maybe not. He's it's just our favorite. <laughs> he's just had, my favorite guy. So we had him on here, and it was greatness.
2: He's right up there you with J Will it.
1: and uh, Van Exel. He's fantastic. He's, he's the best, dude. dude. Oh
2: well, you guys were really gonna owe me for the J Will th- or for the uh, Van, Van Exel, Exel for thing. sure. Well, that's sleazy, but you- I'm I'm happy to do it. That'd be
0: great. Yeah,
2: just when I see a video of you guys playing golf together, oh, oh you will oh, get awesome. you will get slaves just for?
1: drooling we'll behind reciprocate. him. Yeah. yeah, I don't like like the biggest stars in the world. I like the off, you know, kind of one-off guys. I don't I don't gravitate towards the biggest gun. Van Axel was always the dude, so we're going to get him. Yep.
2: And I also before we get out of here, I do want to give a shout out cuz I I didn't say uh um all I said was that he was Jimmy's son? He won't mind if I say his name, Parker Sexton is his okay. name and he played it. he played at Texas with Scotty. Scotty. perfect. All right. Um, and and it was his roommate right there. Well, this has been incredible. You got to give us
0: one. What's going on at Augusta for us?
2: All right. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Get right. Yeah. I've got it. hold on. Let me get my <laughs> that's what's going on at Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely incredible. Yes. He went into
0: character. Yeah. I him. Like that's yeah. nice. Chris Vernon, you're that's... the man. Thank you so much for taking the time. We really
2: appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you, bro. Oh, thanks, guys. Anytime. Appreciate you.
0: All right, well, that was Chris Vernon joining us on Golf Bar. What a beauty he is, Sleaze. It was so cool to see, you know, how this whole thing originated. They've been doing it for years, but it just recently blowed up, uh, blew up in the last few years. But I thought it was so cool, like, the videos he got from Scott Van Pelt, you know, Scotty McCreary, uh, Harold Varner, all these guys sending the what's going on at Augusta videos to him. But, man, it, and how, by the way, how much do they love Charlie Hoffman?
1: <laughs> They're they love Charlie Hoffman on that show more than we love him on this show, and we love him. He's He is prime, dude. The seagull is primed to make an appearance, whether it's a stuffed animal in the background or Charlie Hoffman in person. People are looking for Chuck. Uh, that first week of Augusta, most notably on Thursday. But, yeah, get uh, get Charlie in the building there. But that's how big that thing's gotten. Like Players talk about it a couple weeks leading up to it. They're talking like, oh, here comes what's going on at Augusta. Every day you wake up, you know, you're on Twitter like, yo, where is it? Has it come out yet? Like, this thing's, it's launched, man. It, it's the real deal.
0: It's so cool. I mean, how they just do it off the cuff. Uh, it just and just roll through the leaderboard and start yelling stuff. It is just greatness.
1: His uh, producer so, on the mic with the ad libs too is is super nice. Some of the shit they say after the names get shouted out, like I'm like that, That's good. That's really good.
0: Charles Swartzel, where's the E S? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the just, Charles? Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. A little different interview for us, but that one was a lot of fun. And now it's time to step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can place their first PGA Tour bet risk-free. And if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a range of betting options like outright winners, head-to-head matchups, nationality props, and so much more. And when you win, sleeves, what happens?
1: Dos horas. Two hours. You're going to Mexico, though, dude. You got to know how to hoblah a little bit.
0: You get paid. And we are now on to the Mexican Open, a new event on the PGA Tour, new golf course. So this one could be a little tough. But hey, we're going to stay positive. We're going to throw you, try to throw you some winners out here. Who do you like this week?
1: Well, a we're coming off a win, by the way. So we're back in the building, Xander, Patrick. Thank you for doing that. So we're back on the hot streak. No uh, way, we had first. Yeah, we had that thing covered. We had that thing. Will Zalatoris and and Davis Riley were right there too. So we had a good week. We're back on track. We're shooting a little bit in the dark here, Colt, because I don't really know this golf course. I don't know what type of player it favors, so I'm just going with guys that I like. It's not the deepest field in the world here, but on my favorite side, going off at 15-1, to I think he's a third betting favorite. I'm going to go Daniel Berger. Uh, He's played eight events on tour this year, only twice has he finished outside of the top 21. He seems to be just one of those guys that's going through fairly quietly, I would say, but just with rock-solid play. Going down there, like I said, there's not a ton of guys that are super high up in the world golf rankings, Daniel Berger being one of them. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm assuming it's going to be windy, kind of Florida-ish conditions there down in Puerto Vallarta. Very hot. Okay, yeah, hot, hot, probably breezy. I like Daniel Berger, Florida boy uh, down there. So I'm going with Daniel Berger, 15 to 1 as my favorite.
0: All right, I'm going to go with two guys who I know have actually played the golf course, which I think is a big advantage. And they're from Mexico, which they just feel obviously gonna be feel right at home. Um, one of the betting favorites, Abe Answer, going off at 15 to one. I really like him. Fantastic ball striker. No surprise. I mean, John rom standing up, he's by far the favorite. I think he's going off at like four and a half to one to win. And then if you look a little further down, I'm going with our man the princess, Carlos Ortiz at 50 to one as, as a dark horse. I know he spent a lot of time down there. He's sponsored by the resort.
1: I mean, it just all makes sense for him to play well. Makes sense. He's just got to figure out, Colt, which way is the wind? Which, which way is the wind? Which way is the well, wind, it Colt? It down there. You gotta... Yeah, he might be asking you that, so keep your head on a swivel when it comes to the wind. All right. For my long shot, not a ton of great recent form except for this past week for this guy. He and his partner finished T4 down there in New Orleans, but he's going off at 50-1. to 1. He's a guy that's going to win on the PGA Tour. Already came close earlier this year. He's rock solid. I think this is a good place with not the strongest field in the world to maybe sneak up there and pick up your first dub. Davis Riley is going at 50-1. to 1. I like that. Just
0: had breakfast. I just had breakfast with him. I agree. Beautiful golf swing. Um, love Davis Riley. He's got a very, very bright future. The Max Homa so doppelganger. Exactly right. So go low this summer and bet on the PGA Tour. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code SUBPAR to get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Remember to use our promo code subpar to get this special offer today. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. First online real money way trauma. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-800-522-4700, Colorado. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in New Jersey, Iowa, and Illinois one 877 8 NY or text NY 467 369 in New York or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. That's all, Slays.
1: Bam! That's all you gotta do. That's all the numbers you need. Alright,
0: everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you on next week's Golf far